When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody to the hockey think tank podcast brought to you by the hockey think tank.com a website for all players parents and coaches to go to get a little bit of education and a little bit of inspiration regarding the greatest game on the planet what an episode we have for you guys here today this is one for the ages and this is one we played a little bit. I don't want to call it a prank. It's not a prank, Vex, is it? A little hooky. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> we pulled a little bit of a fast one. So we are at uh, my parents' house for the Scott family Christmas. It is Christmas Day, and uh, we do this every year. And we kind of tricked my grandparents, and they are finding out about this for the first time as we speak right now. And so we put a note out there to all of our family to come with a couple stories about family and hockey. And that was going to be our podcast coming out for the next week. So everybody's going to sit around and talk about, uh, you know, family and hockey and what it's meant to us, which it has meant pretty much everything. We wouldn't be here without it. Um, but we did pull a little bit of a fast one on you, grandma and grandpa, or for the great grandkids, grandma and big papa, because, uh, as you guys were in the room talking with Jeff and I, we were pulling everybody else in the room in, in different groups. Um, we weren't necessarily talking about family and hockey. We were talking about you guys. And this is a Christmas present to you broadcast to thousands of people around the world and where we talked about two people that uh, for us are some of the most amazing human beings in the world and so this is uh, a gift for you guys because we love you and we talked about what you guys meant to us uh, I'm sure they're already pulling out the Kleenexes right now <laughs> oh, they're already crying no doubt yeah and uh, but you two are very very special people who have done so many things for not just us and our family but for our extended hockey family and and even people not in hockey that that we know that love you and know you so um this is all about you guys grandma and grandpa Lori and bob scott they have been married 63 years they have four kids of their own they have nine grandkids and eight grandkids with another one on the way my sister is too is that not what i said you said great twice (laughs) <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. Great. Great grandkids. A lot of toys today. Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And uh, so we got everybody in groups, in a room, talking about what grandma and grandpa meant to us. And so uh, this was a lot of fun, Avex. Yeah, this was, it was so, it's very interesting. Grandma and grandpa, you're going to love hearing uh, how, how people feel about you. And it's so cool to hear everybody say the exact same things. <laughs> Pretty much, I yeah. Mean, it's just like, you know, you, you are the epitome of all these values that you've instilled in, in all of us as a family. And uh, it's just so cool to hear everyone, how, how you affected them so positively throughout your life. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think somebody put, I can't remember who, uh, just the center of the spider web. You know, they're the center, they're the rock, they're the people that we all look to in, in so many different situations, whether it was us talking to them or us just watching them. And, you know, I don't think you're going to find very many people as in love as grandma and grandpa. I don't think you're going to find very many people as in love with their family and supporting uh, their family as, as much as grandma and grandpa. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, they, their love story and, and their story with all of their family now, it's, it's one that's really, really cool. And so, um, you know, I don't know how many people are going to want to listen to it. I don't really care. It's our podcast and we can do whatever. (laughs) And this is, this is one where, you know, these two people mean the world to us and they mean the world to everybody in our family and beyond. And so this is a a special Christmas present to them. You know, if you do want to listen to this, if you've gotten this far already, let's call it uh, for our listeners, I really do think, uh, it's, it's a podcast episode for the soul. It's one that, you know, we'll listen back on this and, and try to live up to the values that grandma and grandpa have always shown us and the ones that they have taught us. And it's, it's obviously not uh, your typical podcast episode. We love doing things outside of the box here. We love to do things to promote positivity in, in the hockey world and the world beyond. And so this was a very, very special one for us, uh, dedicated to Bob and Lori Scott, our grandma and grandpa, my, my kids, great grandma and grandpa. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. Love you, Gramps. Love you, Gramps. You're going to like this. Yeah. So we're not even doing sponsors or anything like that today. We're going to get right into it. We got everybody from, you know, starting off with my grandma and grandpa and their conversation is what they thought we were all talking about. And that is what hockey and family means to us. And so you'll get the chance to, to hear from them both specifically. Uh, and then we got to talk to all the kids and grandkids and, and we even got the great grandkids and there's eight of them. And we got seven of them because a couple of them can't talk yet because they're very, very young. Uh, and then from, you know, one years old all the way up to the oldest is five. Uh, we got them to come in and and say a little something, uh, about grandma and big papa. So, uh, I think this is going to be a fun one for anybody who chooses to listen to it. And, uh, grandma, grandpa, we love you. And we really hope you enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here is the Scott family on the matriarch and the patriarch, Bob and Lori Scott. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are bringing in the matriarch and the patriarch of the family. And uh, Grandpa Jeff always has the shirts. Every shirt he wears is some kind of saying. What's he got here today? You're the Today the it reader. says, you are about to exceed the limits of my medication. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. The other day, what, what, did he, what did he wear yesterday on Christmas Eve? It said uh, it was something about the only way you're getting my hot body is... What was it? When I'm oh, cremated? Cremation. The only way I'm going to get a hot body is through cremation. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we are doing this podcast on hockey and family. 
And you guys are the ones that have introduced all of us to hockey. You've had two sons that played. You've had the five, seven, seven grandsons that have played. Right. Uh, no granddaughters. Our sisters did Yet. not. Well, great granddaughters, potentially. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, had, I had mine out there. Yeah, for sure. Kim coached. Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> okay. They, okay. Let, let me give you the story how we got started. Oh, okay. We got started with my son, Topher's dad, decided he wanted to play hockey. So what did we do as smart parents? We took him to Sears Roebuck and bought yellow Bobby Orr skates. There you go. <laughs> and we we took him to the rink and because they had a, a program for beginners. And he got out there. His ankles were on the ground. And somebody, my wife was there. I was not. But somebody in the stands had a son that was out there and came up to my wife and said, is that your son? And she said, yeah. He says, I don't think those skates are really very good for him. He says, I have a pair of tacks, if you remember that name. Oh, yeah. And... He said, I'd be willing to bring them if they fit them and sell them to you for $5. Now, at that time, tax were probably 45 or 50 bucks a pair. He put them on, well, she bought them, and he put them on the next day when he went to camp, and it was like night and day. Night and day. So we were not that smart to buy Bobby Orr skates and Sears. <laughs> You get what you pay for. And then <laughs> as he got older, his skating went more towards the Bobby Orr. Than he <laughs> so there you go. I'm going to tell him you said that. That's okay. <laughs> I've taken enough abuse from him as his kid throughout the years. No. Nah. Me too. <laughs> you guys taking the most abuse as his parents, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, I want to ask you guys. Um, so you have had so many kids in hockey, so many grandkids in hockey and stuff like that. Um, what is it like for you guys as grandparents to just kind of sit back and watch now oh, for like, yeah. like talk about like seeing it as a, as a dad and a mom, then seeing it as a grandparent. And now you're seeing it as great grandparents with the, the next generation. Jackson's five years old and he's, he's pretty damn good, dude. Like he's like, yeah, he he's is. Like, he's he legit. Is. Yeah. Um, Definitely is. so what's it like for you guys? Like start, start off with, you know, my dad and Timmy and then to Go to us and I think the most amazing thing is that one sport has conquered our family. <laughs> Literally. And that is it true. has been, everything that we have been privileged to watch. Um, you in Sweden. Mem big memory. That's a big Being story. kicked out of the game, by the way. Championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. What a terrible human you are. I know. It was a high stick. Ooh, did you they, do thought it? I, they thought I like Tomahawk the kid. Yeah. Did you do it? No. Uh, no, he did not. Uh, <laughs> and Jeffrey, was, as far as you were able to go with your hockey talent, and then the horrible, most horrible memory is the ACL and the concussion. Yeah. And those are things that are always part of every game, and you live with them, and then you say, I'm so proud. They conquered all of this and kept going, and now they're giving back to the sport, which I think is very important and admirable. Well, thank you. Okay, we have, we, have, we have two sons, and right now they're both giving back to hockey. 
because uh, that's actually the love of their life. It's become it, a long time ago. It became our love, and we had friends that would say, "Well, you're always gone," and we would say, "We're always gone." Because our grandchildren are always playing all over the country. And if we want to see them, we have to go all over the country. Softy. Softy. <laughs> yeah, I know where, I know where vets, we get it from. The Air Force vets. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Never used to be that way. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, you guys did come on so many trips yeah. that I remember with me. And it was so cool to have you there. And all of my teammates like kind of knew you as my grandma and grandpa and you know they they all ask about you still you know 20 30 years after playing with them and see pictures of you and tell them i said hi and i remember when your grandpa did this this one time and you know it's it's pretty cool yeah it was just so so much of a pleasure to watch you exceed at something you loved and to be proud of but gee those are my grandkids those are my kids those you know and now I look at Topher, your son. I'm amazed at what a skater he has become already. My son? Jesse, Jesse's son? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesse's Topher. son, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You're the one with all the girls. I got the girls. <laughs> Jesse's got the boys. I, I am just sorry. hoping that we live long enough to see some of the boys and some of the girls get into the sport. I think it's a a great sport um yeah it's there's so much camaraderie between the players and the parents and we're grandparents so we were always included in that and and we have met so many people have been friends with so many people and over the years lost those people because you guys went to different teams so you didn't see those people again but when we see them so now and again at rinks, it's like old home week. Yeah. You know, it's not, oh, gee, I remember you. It's, oh, come here, give me a hug. <laughs> it's great. So cool. Yeah, it so is. Cool. It's a cool. And I'm sure every sport has that kind of connection because they travel together. But there's something in the hockey world that is different, that draws you more together. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. There's, yeah. a, there's a thicker glue there for some reason and keeps people together. And yes. Yeah. Keeps yeah. people talking to each other for years after they stop playing. And, exactly. And, you know, exactly. like I say, I put grandpa on my Instagram yesterday. Uh, follow me at Jeff Levecki. What's up? Blue check mark. Blue check mark. Uh, and, and, and I put the picture up of grandpa and I get a ton of my old teammates <laughs> messaging me. Tell, tell that beauty I said hi. Tell, tell Gramps I said Merry Christmas. You know, it's so, every time you're on my Instagram, old teammates reach out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What's, what's the hardest part? The hardest part is that when you got hurt in Green Bay and when you got hurt in Green Bay and watching that you happen. You got hurt in Green Bay too? I got hurt right after you. Yeah, like, right after you. I tore my groin after you That was in Green knee. Bay, though? In Green yep. Bay. Yeah, yep. both in Green Bay. And Bernard got it in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. same game as me. Yep. 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 For and the listeners, like one of my best friends growing up, we grew up playing together. We tore our ACLs the same game. Yep. The first game ever at the Rush Center. Um, yep. Chicago Steel <laughs> against Green Bay. He was playing for Green Bay at the time. He got injured like five minutes before I did. Wild. Yeah, both torn ACLs, first game ever. Great ice. Thanks, guys. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. So it it's it 
I can go back when, when my son played, and I wasn't there, but Laura was there, and somebody creamed him in the corner, and he's flat down on the ice, and he's not moving, and Grandma was almost crazy, but we never, we weren't parents that went down and tried to intervene. We knew that there were people there that would try and at least try and take care of it, and he finally got up and shook his head. And at that time, there was no concussion protocol, so to speak. And he got on the bench, and the coach said, can you play? And he said, yes, and he went back out and played. <laughs> so now so you that know, explains it. You know, yeah. Now you know what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's, probably, that's just scratching the surface, I think. And, I didn't want to get deep into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now... Jackson, your sister's boy. Your great-grandkids. Well, my great-grandchild. Yeah. When we go and watch him play, he's got, uh, I think anyway, a really great stride. Um, he seems to have good balance, and it's a pleasure to watch him play. Yeah, it's funny, Jeff, too. So, Jax, so we're all here right now at my parents' house for Christmas, and Jax is like us, dude. Like, he is downstairs playing so he's five he's downstairs playing nhl jake my brother just got xbox and got <laughs> nhl so he saw it and he's never seen that before he's like oh my god <laughs> let's go yeah. hockey 24/7. every time i come over to their house it's let's go in the basement play hockey like he's legitimately obsessed with it it's very cool <laughs> very very cool um, okay, so grandma and grandpa before we let you guys go here let's uh what's your favorite hockey memory um you know, if you can boil it down, it could be Jeff and I, it could be your kids, it could be great-grandkids. Do you have something that sticks out in terms of your favorite hockey memory? I have two. Okay. We, we will allow National it. National Championship. Keep going. A National Championship and signing with the Boston Bruins. So, so us Those two. were huge in my memory. It was really fun signing in Boston. You know, <laughs> when Don Sweeney came up to me and, and he was like, you know, Toph, I know you're 5'4", but uh, I'll tell you what, you know, this Bergeron guy we got, we're not sure about him. And uh, You did hear national championship. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a close second to signing in Boston. <laughs> okay, what, what's mine? Those two would be top of the line. But uh, just the fact that Jeffrey got signed overseas and played for 10 years over there. Uh, and I was not too long ago looking at his record as pretty amazing. At least I thought it was. And for Topher, I can remember a game at Cornell. And he was coming down the ice, and somebody took his feet out. He was prone, about even with the boards. And as he was prone, he pushed the puck back to one of the guys coming in, and they put it in the net. And he was prone in the air. That was, to me, just amazing. Just amazing. Bobby Orr, it's probably because you bought Uncle Bob the skates. <laughs> full circle. Yeah, flying through the air. Full that, circle. I don't even remember that. But that cool. was the best $23 we ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
for me to wrap it up, anybody out there that's listening to this, to me, there's no greater game. There's no greater camaraderie. Um, people that, that I, I was a referee for 25 years, and I still have people come up and say, oh, that's right, you refed here, or you refed there, and you refed me years ago. And I'm 86, and I still get people that come up and say stuff like that. So the game of hockey is just dynamite. Yeah, I, I will, before we wrap it up, though, um, I, I will ask you if you would like to retract it was probably 1994. No, I will not retract that. That goal was not in. I don't care what you say. (laughs) Grandpa's ref in the game. I get a pass out in the slot. I shoot it into the net. Nope. (laughs) My lovely grandfather, who was refing the game, I got my stick in the air, hand raised, as does my teammates. Celebrating, and he waves the freaking goal off. Why? He said it didn't go in. The audacity. Did he have his glasses on? Obviously not. Boom, roasted. Actually, you know what? He probably had the iTech glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> Those back in the day. The, the, ones, the Scotty know? Pippins? <laughs> yeah. No, Horace Grant. Horace Grant. Yeah, Horace Grant. Now, now, okay, but now your dad and your other grandpa were 90 feet away, and they saw it perfect. Well, well, yeah, well. So, seventy-five percent of the votes went in, and twenty-five percent of the votes still living in democracy, Gramps. Yeah, <laughs> should have had a family meeting mid mid game. Family meeting. All right, what'd you uh, see, Bobby? Oh, we it love you in. guys. We're yeah. so proud of you. We love you too. Thank you for love you the most in the world. Shut up. Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> Thought I was having a moment. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. And let's go eat some Christmas dinner. You. See you. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Grandma getting her own sign off? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In, we are doing a little present for Grandma and Grandpa. And we have brought in here, we have Jesse, which is my sister. Jesse has three kids and one on the way soon to be four boys, and her husband, Ryan, as well. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Lovely today. <laughs> and we have Jeffrey Levechkio's sister, which is Samantha, and her husband, Jason. How are you guys doing today? So good. How are you? Phenomenal. All right, good. So this is a present for our grandma and grandpa. Who Are, are- you forgetting to introduce the talent, or...? Well, we're going to do an intro. like. So I've already introduced myself. Yes. Okay. We're, we're Miyagiing it, though, in the editing process. Gotcha. So we are going to do it last after we've had our birthday. Like we've done all, all 200 episodes. <laughs> gotcha. All right. <laughs> Sleep at night, Jeff. Merry Christmas to you. Okay, let's go. Let's get it. Okay. So what we want to do first is I, I would love to go. We'll go to the sisters first and ask you guys what grandma and grandpa mean to you. Jesse, how about you go first? Oh, well, thank you, Topher. Um, I don't know. I think it's hard to put into words what grandma and grandpa mean to me. Um, Everything. Uh, They are, I mean, they're the head of this family. I think, like I always tell people, 
when you look up the definition of like grandma and grandpa in the dictionary, there's a picture of our grandparents right there. They are like the most perfect human beings. Um, They have a lot of grandchildren and they've been there, I think, pretty equally for all of us as much as they possibly can. Uh, And I'm just um, so grateful to have been able to learn from them um, and to continue to share our lives and our growing family with them. Sweet. So you say learn from them. Sam, what do you feel like you've learned from grandma and grandpa? Because I know we've all said this a lot. We've learned a ton from them, but what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit off the rails here because (laughs) I wouldn't say so much learned. What I would want them to know is that, so I moved to Chicago by myself um, for about a year and lived downtown and I didn't have a ton of friends. What a loser. It's fine. Um, And so I actually came out from the city to the suburbs like at least once a month and I stayed with them. And a lot of times I literally did nothing else but just hung out with them, did my laundry at their house. They fed me. We talked about all the you things. You did the laundry or grandma did the laundry? I actually did the laundry, but oh, she offered. Wow. So. Yeah, of course she did. <laughs> of course she, she tried offered. to fight you for it. Don't she lie. Did. She's like, she give did. me those panties, Sam. I want to wash them for you. <laughs> she never said that, but yeah, that's that would okay. be real weird. <laughs> It'd be super weird. Yeah, no, because growing up, I mean, we lived in St. Louis, so we didn't see them as often as the rest of the grandchildren. So having that year where I spent a lot of one-on-one time with them was just extremely priceless to me to have had that time with them and just talking and, you know, I got my alone time with them, which I didn't get very much. So that's something that I always have cherished and just really held on to and appreciate it. So very cool. Very cool. I, so I'm just going to piggyback off of that. I think that's funny that did you Jesse say that. Did Jesse just hijack a conversation? Oh, I did. <laughs> that's no way. weird. Wow. Uh, Ryan, how does, I mean, that doesn't happen very often in your household, does it? I'll see you guys in an hour. <laughs> Notice Jesse didn't give him the mic to speak. She kept it in front of her. <laughs> Ryan, you go 90. Nine. I go one. No, you go 90. I go 10. <laughs> Wasn't Nine. sure he was coming in. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jess. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so when I was in high school, as soon as I could drive, um, we had like Friday night football games that I would go to. And then apparently I was a loser in high school as well because <laughs> I didn't have anything to do after the football games. Or it just was more meaningful to me. Um, after a lot of those games, I would drive over to grandma and grandpa's house and just sit in their family room and talk with them for hours. I don't, I honestly couldn't even tell you about what, but that was something that I always wanted to do. I, the game would be over. I'd call them, you know, they were home as long as they weren't at a hockey game and we would just sit around and talk and spend time together. And then I would come home and Um, those are like some of my fondest memories is being able to have that one-on-one time with them, just talking and listening and laughing and not in a hockey rink and not in a hockey rink. (laughs) The two sisters say that very like, (laughs) (laughs) I loved going to the hockey rink guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We did too for our whole childhood. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So now I want to give this to Ryan. So for our listeners, so Ryan is my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, and we have known Ryan basically our entire lives. We grew up right next door to each other. 
for pretty much our entire childhoods. And later in life, Ryan and Jesse ended up getting together and getting married. So you kind of knew my grandma and grandpa, like non in family a little bit. And then now that you're a part of the family, it's probably, I don't know if it's a little bit different or whatnot, but what's your thoughts on the Jima and the Jeepa and, and what they mean to you? Yeah, they've evolved from Bob and Lori to, to Big Papa and, and Grandma over time. Um, so I, they were a part of, or they were in my life since childhood, not, you know, a big part of it, right? We'd see them around the holidays, around the house, coming upstairs from playing Sega in the basement, whatever it may be. Um, they were, they were there a lot of holidays around Christmas, you know, going to the tavern and stuff like that. How often would you say you cried on those Christmases from my dad slashing you playing hockey in the basement? Uh, Give me a percentage from age, let's call it five to 12. Uh, sadly, 100%. <laughs> Dude, your dad was a psycho when he was, he was literally the guy who like was waiting for Christmas all year long so he could beat the kids and just let them know he was like still above them and slashing them and hooking like what illegal, illegal, Bobby, what are you doing? Yeah. In the game of hockey. The most amount of stick work in basement hockey. Unbelievable. Ever. He was a savage. <laughs> Absolute savage. Um, slightly scarred from that, but we'll, we, can, we can move on. Um, so as, as Jesse and I got together and Bob and Lori became grandma and grandpa um, and we started to have kids, it's, it's been a, a fun experience and also um, some really great role models to look up to as well. I've got some great parents and great grandparents, but it's awesome to have... Uh, a fresh new set of grandparents to look up to and, and just how much they love each other, how much they love our, our boys um, coming to hockey games, uh, bringing, you know, treats and candy and stuff. But when we go over there playing on the trampoline um, and even grandpa telling Jackson the story about how he's in the Air Force and then Jackson going to school on Veterans Day and drawing a picture for him of someone in the Air Force. And oh, no way. Him. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So coming home and like, this is for Big Papa. Like he did it intentionally for him because he looked up to him so much when grandpa told him that story. Unreal. Yeah. So cool. <clears throat> pretty, pretty cool stuff. So, I mean, there, there's just something I think about them that's, that's pretty cool coming in from an outside. Like you guys have all, you know, lived with them your whole life, but being able to, view it from the outside and then coming in, you know, diving into the pool. Um, I think they're, you know, fantastic role models to look up to. They've lived a, a very, um, I don't know what the right word is, admirable, inspiring life, their story of how they got together, the, you know, raising the four kids. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved it so much. I wanted four kids. You guys are crazy. Absolutely um, nuts. So yeah, they're they're just great role models and always enjoy seeing them going over for lunch, whatever it may be. So it's it's fantastic. Nice. I like it. And Jason, you're a newbie to the fam well, not newbie to the family, but what did you guys got married before you yeah, 2016. Guys, right? 2016. Okay, yeah. So um Jason, South Carolina. And you are a baseball player, not necessarily a hockey player. So Correct, that must have yeah. been a little bit of a uh, culture shock for you coming into this family and how obsessively crazy we all are with it. Um, but you like you have just such an amazing personality and fit in so well with our family. Like, 
how have grandma and grandpa helped with that? And how have like you enjoyed being a part of watching them do their thing and watch us all like just fawn over them and gush over them every year? Yeah. I appreciate the kind words, Toph. Uh, I come from an interesting dynamic growing up because I never had grandparents. I have no memory of mine. So it's like, they're literally the closest thing to grandparents that I have. So it's kind of a lot of learning on the fly for me when me and Sam first got together back in 13. And they definitely accepted me with open arms. And I learned what it's like to have grandparents, not only through you guys, but just my conversations with them. And it's something I'll always adore and remember every time I'm around them. So it's... Can we, can hear, we can hear him out there right with now. With his grandkids. <laughs> exactly. With his great-grandkids great out there Great-grandkids, right sorry, yeah. So... And that's a pure example of the type of grandparent I want to be because I'm literally learning the type of grandparent I want to be, literally hearing them as we speak. But the conversations we have with them is just, and seeing them together is just like the type of grandparent I want to be, what it's like to have grandparents, seeing the dynamic between all you guys with them. It's I, I seen how you guys fawn over them. I'm like, okay, so this is what it's like to have grandparents. I see why they mean so much to you guys. And why you guys always want to be there. And it's it's so cool to see that because it's something I never had. And it's only, this is the only the closest thing I have to it. So it's the example. Of, they said example of a type of grandparent I want to be in. And I'm learning what it's like to have grandparents myself. So it's a lot of love is the only word I can use to epitomize those two. And I, I enjoy being around them. And I enjoy being around all you guys when you're with them. Seeing the matriarch and the patriarch of the whole family. So yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, that's awesome. And as the grandkids of the family who have kids ourselves, not you, Jeff, sorry, but everybody I have dogs. else in here. You have dogs, that's true. I don't know, I, I, I feel like it's pretty cool. Like, I really hope that my girls and your boys, Sam, you have two boys, Jesse, you have three and another on the way. Like, I really hope it, that they remember them, you know? and and have some memories of grandma and grandpa and grandma and big papa so that, that we can share, you know, because we have, you know, we have memories of our grandparents, obviously, and, and I have a few memories of great grandparents and, you know, you hear their stories that they kind of live on and, and stuff like that through the family and through holidays like this. But it would be really cool one day when like Paige or, you know, your kids or your kids are a little bit older, if we can like, they remember uh, Christmas where they hung out or they remember the trampoline, just like we remember and always talk about how grandma and grandpa would freeze the well, grandpa <laughs> would freeze the backyard every year. And we would go out and, and play hockey in, in the backyard. And Grandma's twenties for anything she came to for anybody slipping somebody a 20 <laughs> always. Thanks grams. Yeah. Even in the American league. <laughs> Getting paid a lot of money to play hockey. Grandma slipping me 20s after games <laughs> when she watched. I'm like, Grandma, I just got paid to do that. You know that, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. And I, I, the, la the way I want to end this is a little bit of just kind of on the spot here. I want you to give me the first word that comes to your mind when you think of Grandma and Grandpa. And I'm going to pick on Ryan first. Ready? Go. Love. Sam, you're next. Warmth. Jessica? It could be the same one if, if that was your word. 
I'm Jesse's sorry. trying to be perfect right now, everybody. Shocker. <laughs> I don't like this pressure. I was going to say love. That's fine. Jason? Yeah, I mean, what Jesse Ryan said, and I said it, it's just love. It's the first thing I think about. Awesome. Genuine. I would say, I would say home. Like, anytime I think of them, like, that's where I want to be. And it's just, whether you're with them on a vacation, like, you feel home with them. If you're at their house, you're home. If they're around you, it's just like, this is where I should be. I'm centered right now. Yeah. I always think of, like... um I forget which Malcolm Gladwell book it was, but he wrote a book and one of the first, I think it was the introduction to the book was a study that was done about this town in Pennsylvania whose average life expectancy was significantly higher than like the rest of the population. And they did all these studies to it. They brought in nutritionists, they brought in scientists, they brought in doctors. They're like, what, what is it about these people that leads them to live longer than everybody else in the world. And they actually traced it. They, they didn't find out until they brought in sociologists to study the culture. And so the biggest thing was like they ate dinner together and everybody was around the table and their elders always lived with, you know, people in their family. And that's kind of what I think about grandma and grandpa because, you know, they've lived a, a long life. And um, I, I think like that's part of the reason why is because just the societal homey love warmth that they provide. I mean, we all feel that when we go over there and you know, they've had their health issues and grandpa smoked for since he was what, like 12 years old nine, or something. I believe it was <laughs> nine actually, years old, you know? it was nine. <laughs> but you know, they're still alive and loving and energetic and kicking and going to their great grandson's hockey games and stuff like that. And I, I really feel like having read that, excerpt from Malcolm Gladwell's book like it makes a lot of sense thinking of grandma and grandpa and just being around their dining room table and shooting the shit and talking about life and talking about whatever I don't know if you guys feel the same way but I feel like that's what I think like I think of that study and, and how community family they've provided to just everybody that comes whether it's family or even other people that we've brought in too yeah, I would agree. Also, your grandpa fell out of an attic at like 84 and was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not a He's big also deal. A tough SOB. Yeah. But, Air Force. Yeah. yeah. But to your, your point, Toph, like I've been extremely fortunate. You know, I had both of my mom's parents um, for, for most of my life through my adult life. My, my dad's parents are, are still around and those are, you know, my grandparents and I have my own very awesome, unique relationship with them. Um, but if, if you were to look up, like, the definition, I feel like, of, of grandparents, and this is from just an outsider view, I feel like that would be grandma and grandpa, right? Um, from, like, a, an outsider standpoint. just 100%. Love it. Yeah, and for Jeff and I, we didn't see our other grandparents very much. We kind of, like, lost contact with them when we were around 10 or so. And so really the only grandparents we've known have been grandma and grandpa. And we, I think both of us have always felt like we didn't need another set. Like we had the perfect set right there and they were always there for us all the time. Even when we lived in St. Louis for most of our lives, not being able to see them as often, they've always made sure that we talk to them and FaceTime them and they want to see the boys and now grandma texts, which is great, you know, so I get <laughs> random texts from grandma 
Um, paragraphs. Every now and then, yeah, paragraphs, <laughs> not one single line. It's, it's usually a paragraph or two. So FaceTiming is also interesting. I usually yes. get the lamp. <laughs> Grandma sits on one side, Grandpa sits on the other side of the lamp, but my FaceTime view is always the lamp because she doesn't want to get only her or only Grandpa, so I get the lamp. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love it. Well, thank you, guys. This was very fun. This was a good riff, and uh, we'll bring in the next. Good stuff. Okay, I think, Vex, this might be the most entertaining part of the uh, episode here today. Yeah, this will be fun here. <laughs> We've already had a couple fart noises. We've had uh, microphones in not-so-good places. And we've got everybody's favorite guest, Uncle Tim, on That again. is true. <laughs> UT. Uncle Tim UT. is Hello one of our most talked-about guests. Thank you so much. Please email frequently. Thank you. What, what is your email? HockeyThinkTank.com. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well played. Okay, so uh, right now we have my grandma and grandpa's two sons and their spouses. So we have Bob, who's my dad, and we have Tim, who is my uncle. And you are number two of four, dad. Tim is number four of four. Uh, listeners, if you do want to email, ask him about the dryer. Um, it's a, or not <laughs> That is a family story That will go down in history um, We also have my mother Debbie And Laura as well Which is Tim's wife How are we doing? Hello <laughs> Okay so I'm going to start with God help us Yeah I'm going to start with uh, The most entertaining of the bunch here Which is who do you think Is the most entertaining of the four I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot now. I don't know. You, both of them, they're hilarious. So, yeah, we'll go. Clearly, with, me. We'll go Aunt Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's easily entertained. That's well, why she's with Tim. Yeah, well, let's yeah. let's go with Uncle Tim because he's this. This is the second time on the podcast, so people love. That Uncle is true. Tim. If you have not listened to our podcast with Uncle Tim, I would say at the time we did it, you definitely got the most feedback. Out of any episode we had ever done. Nice. Um, and it might still be true as of now, but definitely the People most People know intelligence when they hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got nothing after that. That's I just okay. That it's all there. good. It's all I'm good. two tequila sunrises in on the evening, so let's get her done. All right, here we go. So uh, you'd see grandma and grandpa, greatest people we all know. Um, what is the first thing you think about when you think of your mom and dad? You know, it's interesting because what I think about is what other people tell me all the time. And once they meet my mom and dad and they've been around them, you know, more than just a casual acquaintance kind of thing, uh, the number one thing that I am always told is that our family has good manners all the way through. Like, we, we're not... Um, really? I'm usually told the opposite we're about actually, our family. Well, no, but that's... you're talking about. Wait, wait, wait. That's at a, what people are you talking to? <laughs> that's at a part... That's at a part... That's at a party. That's not when you meet them out at a game or something like that. Because let's face it, when grandma... When your grandma and grandpa, my parents, come to games... That's the part that resonates with me is that everybody that meets them are just kind of like, wow, we understand why you guys are all so polite and you're nice kids and this and that. They clearly don't know. That's like the James Bond deal. Like they don't know us. 
right? We're actually the villains, not the good guys. But, you know, they don't get it yet. That's okay. We're fine with that when they come to the first uh, family picnic or, uh, or you know, Colleen and Phil's Just summer party, summer, spring, whatever, fling. And, um, yeah. There you go. And dad, as the uh, as the first boy, the first one to get initiated into hockey, we had grandma and grandpa in here earlier, and they said you were the reason why this whole thing. I, what did they say? Hockey conquered us, right? Is that the exact words they used? I think that's what grandpa said. Yeah, yeah hockey conquered it was us. The yellow skates. It's a good. Way that is what it. they said. The yellow skates. The, the Bobby Orr. The Bobby Orr skates. Bobby Orr specials. Yep. Um, so for you, um, thinking back. It's like obviously hockey has conquered our family. What, what sticks out to you? I mean, I think of grandma and grandpa in that sense of like willing to do whatever for their kids and their grandkids. And now their great grandkids, um, speak a little bit to that as the first son that's kind of seen it all kind of go down. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because, um, I think that all of what, our family kind of stands for as far as work ethic and working hard. And my mom and dad, you know, saying, Hey, if you want to play hockey, you got to work, you know? So I was cutting lawns at whatever, 12, 13, 14 years old to make some money, not all of it, obviously, but some money. Hold, hold on. Tim, Tim's got a look on his face. No, that's say, a late start. I started at about nine. Oh. <laughs> Fred Parsegian right next door. Killed it. Big bucks, $6. So he's soft for starting at 12. Is that soft. what you're saying? Got it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only soft in the middle right now. You know. Define middle. Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. uh, with, with my mom and dad, I, I remember the car rides, and I remember the car rides with my friends, and I remember um, my mom and dad just could not be on time for anything, uh, Jesse and Ryan, and... Kim and Dave, and um, we were always speeding somewhere. And then distinctly, I remember at like 15 or 16 years old, my dad finally just was like, the hell with it. We don't need to get anywhere faster than we're already going, so I'm driving the speed limit. And both my mom and I, and I'm sure my siblings, I don't know if I've ever talked to you guys about this, but it's just like one of those memories, right? And and then all of a sudden, my mom and I are sitting in the car, and my mom's like, "Bob, I'll drive." <laughs> wow. There was seriously a thing like if we were late, which was every day. It was mom's driving, right? Is mom driving? Mom's driving. Is mom driving? And it was everybody because she was a lead foot. I'm not I am not kidding you. If we were if we were a little more than just a little late, now you got to think about the cars that we had back then, right? No seatbelt station wagon, everybody. <laughs> no, just, no, Volkswagen Volks station wagon, wagon or wagon. Volkswagen or Pinto van or, or Pinto, Pinto or a Maverick. And these things were death traps already. And she was like doing 90 and 90 in those vehicles is like. You might as well be flying a Concorde not, jet. Yeah, but not only was she doing 90, but mm. she was 
not swearing, but you could hear it in her grunts as she would drive, yeah. cutting people off oh, yeah. or people cut in front of her. Oh. This is our grandma. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Don't Sweet. let her fool you. Sweet we grandma. Don't let her fool you. Never wanted dad to drive. Sweet little we knew innocent it was grandma. Be Mr. Uh, Mr. Magoo speed on the way out there <laughs> for anybody who remembers Mr. Magoo, but you know. Yeah, gotcha. Quite funny. Gotcha, gotcha. So, Leadfoot Grandma. Interesting. <laughs> grunty, grunty swearing grandma. Say it ain't so. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't swearing. Gr- in her grunts, you said. It yes. was implied. Correct. The okay. only thing we were missing was, you know, the Beach Boys' little deuce coop on the radio as she was hauling ass down the highway. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so now I'll go to my mother. So, mom also comes from a huge hockey family. And so what was it like for you when you met grandma and grandpa and like, it's just kind of weird, right? Like hockey tied our little nuclear family together. Tell the first time you met my dad. That's right. Oh, what's the first time you met grandpa? um, Well, she's acting all innocent like grandma was right now. It's my 21st birthday. I met them for the first time and I fell asleep at the table because (laughs) we were out the night before. I just turned 21. Oh, oh he's, he liked to scare me. Your dad liked to scare me. She was in our pool, and she was floating on whatever and probably falling asleep. And my dad, our dad, as he of course prankster. Loves, loves to do, snuck up on Debbie and scared the living bejesus out of her. He liked to do that. He liked to do that. Okay, so what was it like coming into the family, especially from like a hockey side, because hockey binds us all. You know, you were a hockey sister and a hockey daughter and soon to be hockey wife and mom and all that kind of stuff. So what was it like kind of being a part of it? It was so natural. It was just so natural to be part of this family. And Bob and Lori were great. I mean, they accepted me. Without a blink of the eye, I mean, they just, I was automatically included in this family. And Lori, like, so you have a bond. I have a bond with Lori because we married Bobby Scotts. Ooh. And so. Yikes. Yeah, no, but we we understand each other because we understand what that means. And Laura kind of joins that club as well, correct? I do. (laughs) (laughs) When you marry into this family, you just have an understanding of each other and respect for each other. It's kind of an unspoken language. Like we're kind of crazy for doing this and I get what you're going through at certain times. We're bold and we're brave. (laughs) And mental. (laughs) (laughs) Or your version? Uh, You have to have backbone. That's what I would say. (laughs) Just backbone. Well, it might... Current volume, I have a lot of backbone. <laughs> <laughs> Another tequila sunrise. <laughs> I, I've gained a, way, a little weight here in the last little bit there, Toph. Gotcha. Well, nobody knows. You don't have to say that's a podcast. I won't see it. Yeah, no, nobody you can see like, you. should be like, I'm in the gym every day. Anyway, like this, I am the hottest I've ever been in my so life. Like I the- totally am going on the LA diet, and uh, I'm cranking out squats. <laughs> By about 4.10, I'm trying to chase Yager. It's going to be great. Let's move on. So if you don't enjoy laughter and don't appreciate the laughter in life, then you don't belong in this family. And that is the best thing about this family. And that's the best thing about Bob and Lori. I mean, you, you have to have a sense of humor 
And that's what makes it so easy and fun because life is too, too serious, right? And I'm still well, the only one who laughs at Bobby Scott's jokes. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Well, what is it that everybody's always told, right? And I think you were one of the people that said this uh, many times in the past. Coming into this family, it's never going to be dull. Never a dull moment. And how about you, Laura? When you think of Grandma and Grandpa, Bob and Lori, what, what comes to mind? Well, the first time that I met them was actually at a pizza party for one of Tim's uh, teams. I believe it was, it was, it was, no, but I believe it was around Christmas. And, uh, you know, they were the most wonderful and welcoming people and just accepting and loving uh, that's exactly what I was trying to say at the very beginning without the tequila sunrises. Thank you very much. So, and it was also my first introduction to hockey because growing up, you know, I, I had a brother, but he played football and did wrestling and I didn't know anything about hockey. So meeting Tim was, you know, the first time that I knew anything about hockey and then meeting Bob and Lori on top of that at this pizza party, you know, it was, I, I don't know how to express it, but beyond words, wonderful. Just the loving, the togetherness, and I, I feel very fortunate. I agree with you. There you go. So Grandma Scott always snuck <laughs> That's a... That's why du- you're still together. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Grandma Scott always snuck a, 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 a dollar to you guys after your games, and then it became a $5 bill. Oh, and yeah. then, but then it became a... $20 bill <laughs> that she always gave you for something to drink on the slide. after the game. Wait, she, By the she way, was that, giving that was money? I never got any money. Every no, no, game. Every yeah. game. Yeah. Every game. I, by, the, by the way, we didn't get that as children. Yeah, yeah. We already talked about it. I was playing in the American League, signed on an NHL deal, and Grandma slipping me 20s after games. <laughs> I was like, this, Grandma, I cannot take this. You, you know, if you don't take the 20, Grandma, like, oh, actually she's is mad. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you actually have to take the 20 or else. Be grudged. She's got the Irish grudge thing going. That Bob Sr. couldn't see. Yeah, never never knew that Grandma was spending their account every game on us. Yeah. I knew, and as far as she knew at that point, knowing that she's going to hear this and know now, uh, both of her sons feel slighted. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> there you go. All right, so to wrap this thing up, um, do a little quick... Give me the first thing that comes to your mind, the first word when you think of Bob and Lori. Start with you, Mom. Go. What I want to be when I grow up. Ooh. That's more than one That's okay. <laughs> Dad. Are we back to the rules of the game? <laughs> Dad, go. Love story. There you go. Laura? Uh, pure love. Timmy? Speed and pure love. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I'm out of it. I got nothing left. I, they killed it all, all the way through. What am I, where am I going to go? So she was really fast, and yes, pure love for both of my parents. There we go. All right, Grandma Grandpa, a lot of love here. Love you. Love you, Mommy. Love you, Love Mom you, Daddy. Dad. Love you. 
Okay, now here we go. We have the two daughters of Bob and Lori, grandma and grandpa, great grandma and grandpa, big papa. So we have Jeff's mom, Colleen, the firstborn. Hello. And uh, what everybody likes to say, the most well-behaved too, right? The angel of the family yeah. is what she calls herself, yes. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and her hubby, Phil. The king. I try to corrupt her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have third in line, Kimberly, and uh, her lovely husband, Dave. How are we doing today, guys? Doing great. Good. <laughs> All right, we're on a roll to start here. Ooh, there we're going to have to pull it out of this group. <laughs> um, so, Kyle, you are the firstborn. I am. And so with that, we'll have the responsibility to you to go first here. And what do you think about when you think of your parents? I think, uh, you know, we've had a lot of stories already. Uh, a lot of people saying a lot of great things about Jima and Jipa. But, uh, you know, for you, first daughter, first kid, what comes to mind when you think about your parents? Love, laughter, dance, respect. Um, I don't know. That, that's really, I think, embodies them. I like yeah. it. Phil, you had a face that you were making while she was saying that. Do you care to add to that or what? I met Bob uh, refereeing first. And then um, when we start, when Colleen and I started dating, then I, of course, I met the, met the lovely Lori, very hardworking people. As a sidebar, Bob's the only guy who could walk into a referee's room three minutes before the start of a game throw everything on and be out on the ice 30 seconds before the drop of the puck. I go, this is one unique dude. <laughs> Efficiency. Said the the yeah, rest of the family's got to be good. Man. If you ride under rough games, right? you have to learn how to do that. <laughs> and, then, and, I'll, and then after Colleen begged me to take her out, oh. shot, it went from there. <laughs> is there. Is there more to the story than that or what? No, he, he has a different story than I have, uh, and his is not right. There you go. <laughs> As always. So you yes. guys met because of Grandpa, or? Well, because of hockey, I would say, because yeah. Because of hockey. Yeah. Uncle Bob was playing in a game, and he got a... I had met him earlier on, just didn't really think anything <laughs> <laughs> oh we all knew <laughs> it's kind of ugly no we were, kinda, no no no, no never that but then we we went out on a date and uh it was after he asked me for a date after one of uncle bob's games and he gave uncle bob a penalty were you were you wheeling and he was a bitty in the stands aka my mom in ref gear <laughs> yes did that work in the 80s <laughs> You just wheel it in ref in ref attire. Yeah. Hey, I'm refing the game. You want to go out with me? So she ready. felt so bad no, for him. She was like, see, "Oh, I gotta have." Don't to, see yeah. a lot of that in today's <laughs> game with refs. We had you know talking to to Peel recently about how people treat refs, and the Kings over here wheeling out of the stands. <laughs> well, so I'm ask her out. I ask her to go out. I come back from the I come back from the world tournament. And I've got my... World Juniors, you mean? World Juniors. Because you ref World Juniors. And I've got my Finland. album Not full of... I've got my album full of pictures. Take it over to Lori and Bob's. Start showing it to Lori, and I get this look. I'm going, oh, boy, this is pretty lame. 
So now I'm taking Colleen out to the Rusty Scupper, a fish restaurant, not realizing she hates fish. And I've got my album to really impress this chick. And so I'm time out, Dad. Let's this time out. Let's pause this story. This, let's, this is the lamest thing I've ever done. Let's pause this story. This show is about Grandma and Grandpa, but let's just rewind. You wheel a woman out of the stands, and then on your first date, you bring an album of you reffing. <laughs> To the Rusty Scupper. The world tournament. My in God, Finland. your game was so on fire back then, Dad. <laughs> hey, he got her. It worked. Yeah. God, you know. It worked. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Awesome. I love it. All right. Or some would say that was the right audience. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. True. All right, Kim, let's bring you into the conversation here. You are the third of four, second girl. And your life also now pretty much revolves around hockey, or at least did. You have a husband who played and coached, still coaches, three boys that played, and or you retired from coaching now, Dave. The hockey world's a better place. I <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, but, uh, you know, when it comes to your mom and dad, Kim, and this whole hockey racket thing, um, you know, what do you think about when you think of your mom and dad? Because I know that they were there all the time for your three boys. I have three now and I can certainly appreciate the, the help that is needed, especially, I mean, mine are young, but when yours were going off to different places and playing hockey, I know that they were a big help for you guys. So, um, when, when you think of your mom and dad, what comes to mind? So there's a lot of, love is a lot of words, right? Well, it's it's actually just one. It is, but it's a lot (laughs) of words. Um, And support is among them, and it's one that means a lot to me. Pause break for cry. Dave, how about you? Coming into the family. <laughs> and now, did you play hockey before you met the family, or was it something you picked up? You were at the men's league games early on, Toph. There was zero hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the, I appreciate the ask. I uh, was young. I, I, yeah. I didn't really know. Yeah, you were really uh, Yeah. But, you know, better. kind of same um, question for you. Coming into the family, I guess, you know, not being a hockey person, um, and then getting indoctrinated into it, let's call it, and having Bob and Lori there to you know, help shepherd you through it and supporting you guys with, with the three boys. Um, you know, what, what was your relationship like with them and, and how did you assimilate into the family in, in their eyes? Yeah. I mean, great question. I think it, obviously we've all touched on it. The, the Scots are very welcoming people. So they were great in so many regards before the hockey even piece. Um, but, but as it related to hockey, of course, it was a big driving force in the family, and so I got in and couldn't skate a lick, and and had to learn from Tim, and that explains some of the limited, the limited upward mobility I had in my in my game. Yikes. But in but in but in the end, we ended up getting very involved. I ended up roughing with with Phil, with with your grandpa, and and it was great. They were very fun times. I, um, I was very fortunate to have those that learning experience, that time with them specifically. So the hockey just grew in me and, and us. And then we had the boys. And of course, anytime we ever asked anything, they were there. They came to so many games. And then there was, we look back and there were times where 
like you said, they started doing different things. And and there was a trip that Bob took Cody, like Cody got invited to a showcase out in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts. Um, and, and we were already doing, I was coaching. We were, we had two kids doing other things. And so we we're like, Hey, uh, grandpa, you got anything going on this weekend? He's like, no, you want to drive to Boston and take Cody? Sure. So they, they, they drove the whole way all the way through the night to get there. Is that um, when you were in Providence or Boston? I seem oh, to remember what? that. Yeah, it might have been the year I had the concussion. Yeah. I definitely watched him play when I was out with that maybe concussion it was a, Maybe somewhere. it was a different Boston trip, but I just... Yeah, but I did see him out there, and we went to Fazoli's, and I murdered a lot of breadsticks, and we talked about breadsticks. I remember it, yeah. Fizzoli? <laughs> There's Fazoli's in Boston? We found the the one, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, it, so so that he, anytime we ever needed anything from him, they were always there. Hockey and life, so... Kim, are you good now? Yeah, I think I, <laughs> right. I think I could do it. She's back. Um, but I would I was gonna say where I got verklempt was um, about support being a one of the definitions of love, and I think the unconditional part of love is when you support even decisions that you don't agree with, um, ones that you don't un, like. You just are perplexed about the whole situation, and yet you still support. Um, I think it's huge when you pay attention to what people are talking about and you make phone calls or texts and follow up on things. All of those are support and support is like an anchor for a soul. Ooh. Wow. That's pretty nice. Grandma and grandpa are some pretty damn good anchors. Yeah. They yes, are. they are. You got to put that on a bumper sticker and Ooh. trademark that, Kim. <laughs> That's pretty good. Eh? New tattoo idea. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Supports an anchor for the soul. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Signed, Bob and Lori. Wow. <laughs> deep, deep. And, and you didn't even bring up that Aunt Kim coached hockey. That is true. At a time when, at least for me, I had never seen a woman coach boys hockey. Yes. Ever. Not once, not anywhere, never thought about it. So, I mean, that had to, you got to lean on grandma and probably grandpa even more so back in those times or like just asking him, you know, or was it bad to lean on grandpa? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> did he, did he advise you at all through that process or I'm help coaching? You or? No, grandpa no. more is like, really? They're letting you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little more like that, <laughs> um, but, but no, yeah, I mean, they thought that it was great, and uh, again, I coached pre-playing hockey, hockey, whatever. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and you, you know, you just you played be too, a part. Didn't you, I did play yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yep, she did until my kids had schedules. Yeah, what was the name of that team? Chicago Ice. It was a. It was a oh, women's uh, team. Okay, yeah. Oh, yep, cool. played out of Evanston. Yeah, yeah. When I was little and my people, my brothers were doing hockey, I and Michelle, what's her name? The goalie. The Canadian teams would come down here and they would not play their team if Michelle was playing because girls, yeah, yes. Uh, she was Tim's age, I think. Okay. Right? Anyways. When we would go skate out in the back in the backyard for hockey, I would want to play, and I was told I was a figure skater. Ooh, ooh, and that's okay. That is what it is. I enjoyed that for a while too, um, but so but there was a piece of me that always wanted to play, 
So I got older and just by happenstance, connections, conversations, I got to go out and then... So my had kid, you been born in today's day and age, you'd be in the PWHPA. I am not saying that. I'm, I'm not that kind of a Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I but like maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. No, but, and it wasn't, I don't want it to be bad since we're talking nice about grandma and grandpa. It's not bad that, but that was, that's just... The times. The yeah, times. It's just yeah. the times. Yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, going back to the fact you guys both had boys, you guys, one boy, big boy over here. Mm-hmm. Big boy. A lot of personality on this one. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys having three boys that played, you know, I, I mean, even for me, like I remember any game that was in Chicago and a lot of my games that were not in Chicago, like mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa were there. Yep. And so what was it like for you guys, you know, seeing your mom and dad and how they supported our dreams of, and we all got to play at higher levels of hockey and made it. I mean, we're all coaching now and it's a part of our lives and probably will be forever. Um, what was it like for you guys as parents to kind of have your parents there to support you guys as parents as we were coming up? It was awesome. Um, you know, we moved away when Jeff was four and mom and dad used to come down to St. Louis. And then, of course, we came to Chicago to play all the time. So actually, everybody, Kim and Dave and their kids used to come and watch him play. You guys, the whole family used to come and play. So it's awesome that it's such a family thing. It has always been great. And mom and dad have been awesome. They've been everywhere. They've been to Canada. They've been to Florida when you guys played each other in college. Oh, you didn't actually get to play each other. You didn't get to actually get to play. You were in the same tournament in Florida, in Sweden. Sweden. They went to Sweden with you. They went to Quebec with Jeff. They went with Cody and Vinny and Anthony all over the place. So it's, yeah, it's awesome to have. I, and it's also really nice, like all our friends were like, it's so awesome that your parents come to all this stuff, you know? I mean, and it really is. And our ki- and you guys loved it. Like all of you appreciate yeah. it. And they did that with the girls too. They went to the cheerleading. They went to their um, whatever else they were into. The girls talent, might say different. Talent. Gymnastics. Uh, <laughs> no. Mine wouldn't. <laughs> she loved it when they would come. They went no, to no, their I talent mean, shows. They went to all their stuff. Oh, yeah. They went mm-hmm. to the, you know, Sam did talent shows and cheerleading and stuff like that. And Jesse did that to the cheerleading and stuff. And they, gymnastics, they would go to that stuff too. Yeah. Yep. Kim, how about you? Three boys. Yikes. Well, so first my mom taught me how to run the calendar. Mm. Because all the hockey moms out there are being like, yep, get it. (laughs) She had four kids and a husband who refed and worked. Mm -hmm. So she taught me how to run a calendar. And then she became a part of my calendar. (laughs) Um, Because I remember there was one season where I went from home to drop someone off at Buffalo Grove, to drive to Glenview, to drop them off, to come back and pick up the Buffalo Grove, to drive back there, to pick up the Glenview, and then go home. And um, and that was on a night when I didn't choose, right, to ask for help, because you also, I love my mom and dad, and of course they would do almost anything that I asked, but there's some point where you feel like I don't want to take advantage either, right? Yeah. Um, and so that would be a reason for me doing that, because there were so many other times that I was asking, can you help? They also babysat our boy. I mean, just my kids' first ride on a bike on their own was to ride from 
our house to grandma's and we had not cell phones, corded phones. So she would stand at the back and look, <laughs> yep, I see him coming down St. Mary's, you know? So we knew. So yeah, I mean, just at, so fortunate to be so close and, and have their help with a lot of things. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, okay, so end this thing off here. Philly Cheese, we'll start with you. Uh, we've been doing this with everybody. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of your in-law, mother and father-in-law? Nobody came to watch me referee. <laughs> Wait, isn't that why you're married? All I wanted was the check. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful people. I was amazed how Bob could work all day in a very difficult job. Hardworking guy. And then he would ref two to three game tonight, 11 o'clock, get up 7 a.m., do it all again. He, uh, one time I did games with him on the weekend, we did 14 games in two days. Wow. Yeah, think about that. I couldn't walk. <laughs> um, and Lori was always there. A couple times we actually dragged her. One, one time I had a Trans Am Firebird, and we had the whole family. We were, their car was down. And we had to take Bobby somewhere or Timmy somewhere. So they're all piled in this Firebird. I remember driving to a rink, drop somebody off, take everybody back home, go back and pick them up. And they were fine. But yeah, really, really wonderful people. Kyle, how about you? First thing that comes to mind. Love always is the first thing that comes to mind when I think of my mom and dad. I think that they are, and the, the, um, the example that they gave to all of us in life, in family, and being a parent, being a hockey parent even. You know, they, they, mom and dad were never parents that went and talked to the coaches, so they taught us how to do that, you know. Um, I think sometimes parents get involved in sports and they don't know what they're supposed to do. And so it was awesome having their example because... They told us you don't go talk to coaches and you don't, you know, you let the kids do it and stuff. So they, a lot of stuff, because they, they had already gone through it and we were, happened to be in the same sport. So they were great examples for us. Nice. Yeah. Let's go around the horn here. Uncle Dave. Yeah. So obviously the support word is a word that everybody's going to use. And that, that's definitely a place to start. For me, there's just a genuine open heartedness. That, that's really interesting to repeat um, because they they just accept everybody for who they are. Very cool. Kim? Thanks for stealing my line. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Yeah, I would agree. It's just the, the example they show. Um, they taught us all how to have difficult conversations. They taught us all how to have the fun conversations. They taught us that the time uh, is important to making the effort is important. The way that you, the things that define family versus just other people you connect with throughout your life. Um, and it is that, yeah, you don't want to do whatever that is, but you're gonna. And why are you gonna? Because that's what family does. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys. This was great. Thank you. On to the next one. Big gulps. See you later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Back for more here. We have, uh, would you call this a smorgasbord of grandkids? Uh, 
probably wouldn't, but let's, <laughs> let's, let's go with it. All right. So now we have my beautiful wife, Emma. Next to Emma is Cody, our cousin. Reoccurring podcast guest. Second time on the podcast, for sure. Next to him is my younger brother, Max, also a repeat guest. How many times, Max? Twice. This will be number two. And assistant coach, too. Yep. Sounds nice. Make it twice. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Then we have uh, another cousin, Vinny. No joke. Cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Good opportunity there to get that my cousin Vinny joke in. Yeah. He's never heard that before. (laughs) Easy. Easy. And then we have uh, Max's twin brother, Jacob. My brother as well. Yo. Sub brother. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so here we go. So grandma and grandpa, we have one outlaw and a lot of inners in here. So we'll start with the outlaw, M. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going to start with you. Also a recurring guest. You have oh, been on the podcast before. Been a while. Been a while. That was a fun one. You and Benny Sire and Laura Sire talking about the other side of college hockey recruiting. And so as an outlaw, Bob and Lori, grandma and grandpa... Great grandma and big papa. What comes to mind when you think of those two? The first thing that comes to mind is just dedication. I think um, to everyone in the family and everyone connected to the family, like the fact they kind of, to me, are the center of the web. And there's so many layers and intricacies of people that flow in and out a lot due to hockey, but through life. And it's like, no matter if you've been in their kitchen or dining room for like 15 minutes of your life or after a game had dinner, everyone kind of remembers them and the connection that they have because I think they hold everyone in the family so close to them and are so dedicated to their, um, to supporting them and showing their love to them. Very cool. I liked that. That was good. That was a great answer. That's why I married her. Good luck, Cody. I guess we'll go to Cody next, standing or sitting right next to M. And Grandma and Grandpa, you know, for you guys, we just talked to your parents. And Grandma and Grandpa, for you guys, were huge support to your family. And you guys would not be able uh, to have done what you did in the hockey world or whatever the hell you guys were doing without their... (laughs) Was that funny? No, it's true. It is true. God knows what you three miscreants were doing. Yeah, you know, know, they were there for you guys for a lot of different stuff, whether it was just driving you there or just like us, just being there to watch you play or do whatever you were doing. I guess that's a funny thing if I say that, but... Um, so what do you think about when you think about grandma and grandpa? Yeah, I think that was a great word. Uh, the dedication to the family, right? To their family, their circle. Um, you know, they took to, to the extents of bringing us, you know, I would, I wouldn't have been able to come see you guys play when you were in college or junior, if it wasn't for grandma and grandpa, you know, they would take us by themselves, you know, we would go by ourselves with them, um, to keep the family tight. Like it is still today after, all of these years. So the dedication to the family and is like unmatched, honestly, um, traveling everywhere, you know, no vacations. They don't have pictures in Hawaii or Fiji or, you know, overseas Europe, all that stuff. They were going to Detroit and Omaha and Ithaca, um, in pursuit of, you know, watching their grandchildren grow up, which 
has made had an impact on me now that I you know get closer to potentially having my own family. And, oh wow! Oh, and watch. Whoa, truth bomb to the listeners hello, out there. Kristen. Cody's not even engaged, but maybe he's dropping hints. <laughs> yes. Hi, Paige. I will do some ice cream in a little bit. Thank you, though. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay. We'll see you in a little bit, bud. But yeah, like you said, and Vinny can talk to this too. Uh, Growing up a block away was wild when I look back on it now at how much they did help us. I mean, even from, you know, if I grew up in a house with two other brothers, food was kind of a battle. And if I didn't like what was in the fridge. I could just walk over to Grammy. He lost those, <laughs> lost those battles a lot of the time. <laughs> I did the most walking. I did the most walking, but, uh, that's why you're the yeah. most in shape right now. Right. They were huge. The figure. Can the you body. hear my ice in, my, in the bourbon clink on this thing or no? Not, not to skip max, but probably good to segue from what Cody was saying too. I, I think, yeah, hundred percent like them growing up, growing up two blocks away from them. They were, you know, involved in our life more than just with hockey. Like they brought us to football. They brought us when we played lacrosse that time they were at our band concerts when that was something we were definitely not forced to do, but chose to do uh, <laughs> even just being able to go over there. Like even Cody alluded Chorus to like, for some of us, yeah, let off some steam or you just want to get away from the house and to have them there and to be that close to it. Like we've been super, super fortunate. Um, I think the dedication thing, hundred percent, like they're both tireless workers and tirelessly committed to their family and whatever they choose to put their mind towards. But I also think one of the coolest things I took away from them is like just these massive grand gestures of love that like maybe is lost in this day and age, but going by the house, like going over there after a football practice and seeing grandpa rented a sign like across the front yard that say happy, whatever anniversary, happy, whatever birthday, Lori, and just, how open they are about like how much they love each other is, is something that has trickled down through our whole family. And I think we all try to aspire to be, try to aspire to be too. And I think it's also something that we don't see as much in this day and age. And it's something that's really, really cool to see our family is based out of, right? Like we have a lot of love in this family. We have a lot of connection. We have a lot of closeness and you can clearly see, you know, where the center of that is because of the love they have for each other. And they're not, ashamed to express it or admit it. And I think that's something that's trickled down to us as well. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how many other families were like grandma and grandpa are making sex jokes at the <laughs> dinner table. Uh, I think I'm the one family that does that quite often. Oh, my look a little bit like you. Yeah. Just a little bit older. My yeah. mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, where did they get it from? Junior. Yeah. B- Bobby Scott Jr. <laughs> All right, Max, how about you? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of grandma and grandpa? Um, I think of the dedication part. Um, I think of their hard work. Uh, you know, they, you know, weren't getting paid as much as people are now today, but, um, for the work that they did for their kids, for their grandchildren and other great grandchildren, I think it's rewarding for them to be here with all of us. Um, there's not many kids, there's kids that wish they knew they, their grandparents, but not many kids know their grandparents. And we're very lucky we got to know them. We 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 were we're very lucky. And for as long as we as we have. Yeah, for yeah. As, I, <laughs> I mean, seriously. For as long as we have. And um I know this is gonna be a deep topic, uh, you know, for a lot of listeners, but um, you know, I was just recently uh working as a uh, nurse assisting student uh for College of Lake County, which is in Grace Lake, Illinois, um, with the elderly. So with people, grandma, grandpa's age, and 
Um, just kind of knowing that this is the end for them. This is the end of their life. And um, it was very rewarding for me to basically um, help the elderly um, walk, feed, take them to the room, help them shower. Um, you know, I did nail care, um, you know, just taking them out of bed in the morning, getting them dressed. Um, and that's, that's why I, you know, um, that's what, that's basically why I'm in the healthcare field. Cause I want to take care of the elderly, like my grandma and grandpa, because I know that it's getting harder for them. Um, I know. And they took care of us for so many years. Yeah. It's um, really cool, man. That's yeah. why you do and, that. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, um, you know, that's, again, that's why I got into the field because I want to, you know, help residents, um, who are weak and sick and can't get out of bed. And so, um, you know, I asked grandma and grandpa, um, once, you know, they are in hospice, which again is a very, very hard topic, um, to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, in long, a long time. time. Um, so. but I, but I did ask them if I could be their caregiver and take care of them. And they said, yeah. Um, because I, because they took care of me and all the other grandchildren, um, you know, I just like, you know, grandma, can I take care of you? You know, when, you know, when you get down to the road to the end and she was like, yeah, absolutely. You can come over and take care of me. So I'm, I'm very, very lucky. I get to have the opportunity to actually do it. So, and I think just me, me thinking while everybody's talking, um, the dedication to the, their attitude, you know, about life in general. It's just never a, there's never a cloud. They don't carry anything with them seemingly, or at least we didn't see it. It doesn't seem like any, and I think that's what people remember the most back to Emma's point is, you know, you spent five minutes or, you know, 15 years, 25 years, 30 years with them. I don't think I've ever seen them have a bad day, you know, and, and it rubs off on you, rubs off on most of our family, in my opinion. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen, bro. <laughs> All right, Jake, the funny guy out of the whole group. The funniest of the grandchildren. Jake, sir, what do you think of Grandma and Grandpa? So, uh, Grandma and Grandpa have a great life. Um, worked at the high school uh, when I was playing hockey there. You know, they they showed me their love and dedication. Um and, you know, I thought, you know, as life went on, when I got older, I thought I could have a run to go to the NHL and, you know, possibly have a life there. But grandma always told me that you have to look on the other side where the rock is and you have to be able to identify your own ability to uh, move forward and find different paths and, you know, the ability to think outside the box and to be able to, you know, reach out to, you know, them in particular and be like, well, what do I do next? You know, where's the next stage in life? And you just never know what uh, can happen. Um, and, and I'm very fortunate to work at Wildfire in Lincolnshire and grandma and grandpa in, you know, in my heart gave me an opportunity to step forward as a man and be like, you know what, I'm going to take this path, even though it's not easy, it's the right thing to do, it's the truth, and 
I'm able to succeed in that, uh, exceed expectation, and be able to live on and, you know, remember them as human beings. Here, here, Snake. Well done. Deep. Deep, Snake. Jacob. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I love it. I, I love, like, so this is the last one we're doing here of of the family we've had all of our parents on here and siblings and cousins and, and all of that kind of stuff. It's what are your thoughts here, Vex? Like after hearing everybody kind of talk about grandma, grandpa, it's definitely emotional. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, they've supported all of us. I don't know how they can support every grandchild the way that like, I feel like they supported me, but they supported you the exact same way they supported me. But I feel like they were everything. I was, I did, or yeah. were always there for me to call or FaceTime that they're still getting the hang of. And, and you lived in a different state. <laughs> did. I live in a different state my whole life. Like <laughs> almost my entire life lived in a different state and it's still yeah, seeing them all the time. Like I don't feel like I missed out on having grandparents, even though I lived, you know, a plane ride away or six hour drive or whatever. And, and I feel like they supported you guys all the exact same way they supported me. And they did that to like every person in the family, whether they're, you know, the first generation, second generation, now third generation underneath them. It's, it's unbelievable. And, uh, they just, they're impactful. If I, you know, you ask people, everybody one word and I would just say impactful. And that's because of their generosity with their time, their, their energy, their enthusiasm, their love, um, their ability to be frank with you, but in a loving way, I'm, you know, I feel like they've, they've, they tell you the truth and whether it's good or bad, like they're going to tell you it. And then, but then they're going to tell you, okay, like, let's figure out whatever that truth is, like how we go forward. And they're just, they, they're, they're just a guiding light for our entire family. And, uh, the old grandpa post game. Yeah. That sounds, that's exactly, he beat me to it. Sounds a little bit like the, the old grandpa compliment sandwich. You guys ever had one of those come out of the game? Absolutely. Great you know, game, great buddy. game, great game. Yeah, no. Next time. Yeah, no. <laughs> about, you know. Okay, hey, buddy, when you're in great. the corner hey, there. My other grandpa is Ira. <laughs> so there was no sandwich to that. Were there any compliments to it that? Was, uh, not really. Uh, it was always one. It was, the only thing was shoot. Shoot the damn puck over. Shoot it. <laughs> Sounds like me at a Blackhawks game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I never had it long enough. I, I actually have one quick story I'd like to tell about Graham and Grandpa, we living as close to them as we did, um, there was a year that they kept talking about they were going to freeze ice out there for us in the backyard. We, uh, we ended up showing up. Grandpa said he was going to do it this year for us finally. We had to come over. We had to shovel out the area that he was going to then freeze the ice on. We get there. We start shoveling a little bit. We realize we're already shoveling on top of ice. So he had already been out there for whatever that is, nights. Entire night, yeah. Yeah, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. for two weeks at whatever your age you was at then, 75 years old, um, to put this ice down for us. And we showed up, and our parents had surprised us with our skates as well. Grandpa was there too. So we had this huge, awesome surprise. We got to play out there, and for that winter, we, we played out there uh, a ton. Grandma would always bring out snacks and cookies and everything yep. to Too the cold. garage where we would be getting ready and stuff. Um, she taught me to put Vaseline all over my face and lips if you're playing outside in the cold because it cuts through the air. But even just that same thing, right, like that same concept about like their lives is like the selflessness they have and how like their free time in life is centered around us. They and did that, that whole thing just to surprise us so we could come over and skate. And then that, cr- and then, times. you know, to bring it back into the, the Christmas spirit, I think it was Christmas, right? Or was yeah. when we 
all got on there, the whole family. Yeah. And I mean the whole family. Yeah. And, you know, on an acre plot or whatever they got, the year, there was not, not enough. Yeah. An acre. <laughs> not, 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 an acre. not, yeah, maybe a half acre plot. Not. I thought you were in the lawn care industry for a while there in college, weren't you? Like, Jesus, I was buddy. a grunt worker. I was a yeah. grunt worker, right? Oh, okay. I'm the muscle. I'm yeah. <laughs> they're a workout fellow. Right? Yeah. But no, and we had all 20, we had, I mean, just such. Load Uncle Bob like still managed to trip me somehow. Uncle Bob. Oh, it's already been talked about Uncle oh, Bob's yeah. tactics on young and kids Tuffle. when playing hockey no, against them. A young Ryan. A young, yes. Actually. Yes. It's like he knew. It's like he knew. <laughs> Smelled like weakness. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great, a great memory. Snapping it around 20, 23. And he froze around everything. The tree, the trampoline. I mean, I, we that was like the best there. ice I ever skated on. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. Well, we we all better just, than we St. All Louis ice. It. That's it didn't for matter sure. how much yeah, you know. Totally, you could have packed it in right and been like, oh, there, it's too crowded. It's too you know, there's too many people. It's too small, and uh, but everybody wanted to skate on Grandpa's ice, right? We all wanted to be on the ice with them for them, and I, I don't think you know the guy smiles all the time. I don't think I've seen a bigger smile on his face than just standing there watching us all. That's true. All right. Any final thoughts? You guys are amazing. I know you're listening to this, Grandma. We had a joke uh, earlier that you probably pay for the preprint somehow to get these episodes out. <laughs> you're Even probably our, one. Yeah. you're probably our first listener every time, you guys, and we appreciate you and love you so much. And Tove put this together. Just want to let everybody know that to uh, let Grandma and Grandpa. And I, I don't know. I guess maybe other people are going to hear this, which might. They might not care at all, but you guys should know the grandma and grandpa are the best in the world. And if you're ever at a rink in Chicago and you see a Cornell yep. big red sweater and an alligator Italian hockey hoodie, it's probably uh, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> grandma and grandpa. Scott, and if right. you talk to them, they're going to tell you their life story and welcome you into our family. We love you. We love you guys. All right. Yep. End it off here. First word that comes to mind, Jake, when you think of grandma and grandpa. Heart. Heart. All right, Vin. Seems like a cop-out, but love. Max? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, love, too. Love. I honestly, love was the first one that popped into my mind as well. M? Love was mine, but I'll say support, too. There we go. It's a common theme. Pretty interesting yeah. for us to be in here for all the words and how many of them are the exact same. Yeah, very cool. Testament. Right. Good stuff, guys. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry love Christmas, you, everybody. Thank you, Grandma. Okay, now it's the kids' turn, the great-grandkids. Here we go. We have Camden. Go. Say it louder, Cam. <laughs> Say, love you, Grandma, Big Papa. Love you. Grandma, Big Papa. Yeah. Grandma. Uh, uh. And Big Papa. Papa. Yay! Good job. Okay, now it's Leo's turn. You say, love you. <laughs> say, say, love you. You can't say that. <laughs> That's right. Leo says, I love you. Say love you. Good job. Okay, now it's Lucy's turn. 
All right, Lucy, go ahead. Say, love you, Grandma Big Papa. Say, love you, Big Papa, Grandma. <laughs> Lucy, you want to say anything else? Go ahead. What do you want to say into the microphone? Okay, here we go. Okay, now it's Lane's turn. Lane, go ahead. I love to play T Rexes. I like to play T Rexes. Good job, Casey. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Little kiss. All right. Okay, Brayden, now it's your turn. We're going on trampoline. Oh, you want to go on the trampoline? Okay, can you say, I love you, Grandma Big Papa? Love you, Grandma Big Papa. Nice job. Okay, Pagey Girl. Ready? It's your turn. Here we go. I love you, Big Papa. Big Papa. I love you. I love you. Big Help them with some things. You love to help them with some things? Yeah. Oh, that's very nice of you. And I love to watch TV with them. Watch TV with them? Lucy, you love them too? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, Jackson, your turn. Here we go. What do you want to say about Grandma and Big Papa? You can use that one. This one? Yeah, go ahead. I love you, Big Papa and Big Grandma, because you're super kind. Oh, that was so nice, buddy. Okay, ready? On the count of three, we're going to say, I love you, Big Papa and Grandma. Ready? One, two, three. I love you, Big Papa and Grandma. We love you. <laughs>